is a Woodside Church podcast. Uh, if you've just arrived, just to say that uh, this, today, as many of you know, is, is one of our prayer Sundays, and so there's many things that we want to share together with. First, I want to invite Lois uh, to come and join me. Lois, please, let's welcome Lois. She leads our children's work. Lois, over to you. Good morning to everyone. Um, I'm so privileged to be able to stand up here and represent the kids' workers and the kids' work. Um, Big shout out to all the kids' workers. They do an amazing job. Um, Every week they teach our children about God, so that's amazing, isn't it? Um, And I'm also extremely pleased to be able to invite Esme up to read a scripture for us. We've been been, um, learning about being a child of God recently. Um, and so we've had various memory verses that we've been reading, and this is one of them. Don't be like the people of this world, but let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that's good and pleasing to him. Romans 12, verse 2. Well done. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, tell you what, can I ask if you serve in our children's work uh, at all uh, on Sunday mornings or if you are a child, uh, could you just stand in your, in your place? We just want to pray for you, pray God's blessing on you, give thanks to God for you. We thank you so much for how you serve us so faithfully. Uh, I, I just think you just don't, you don't want to hear me preach and you serve in the kids. It's not that, is it? Hopefully not. Uh, we are so grateful for how you sacrificially give your time. So we just want to, yeah, let's thank you. Lord God, we thank you so much for our children. We pray you would bless them. We pray even this morning that they would encounter you afresh, that there are more of your love and your grace in their lives. Uh, Lord, we thank you for those that work and serve our children. We pray that you would bless them all also as they give of their time and their energies uh, so faithfully and so regularly. Lord, we pray that, that you would bless them. We do thank you for them. Uh, We thank you that we're a family church. We thank you that we have young and old. Uh, We thank you that we have all different stories. And we thank you that our children, our children's work is such a central part to all that we are together. We pray your blessing on them as they go towards uh, their groups this morning. We ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Guys, God bless you. Have a great morning, those of you who are serving and leading this morning. Let's give them a, let's honour them, shall we, as they go. As we um, uh, really focus in on calling out to God for a number of things, just wanted to use this moment uh, straight away really to pray for the situation that has unfolded in uh, Israel over the last 24, 48 hours. Uh, I don't need to repeat what's happening. I trust you've been following the news, shocking things uh, of, of what's happened. And I really want us to call out to God because we need him to break in this is pretty unprecedented uh, action and uh, what could outwork now could be an absolute catastrophe 
uh, if, uh, since I've been um, of age to understand these things, I've often heard of conflict and violence and killings uh, in that uh, part of the world. And then suddenly you, hit, you see what's happened, uh, an awful... Uh, awful thing. Uh, you'd even be aware that uh, people have been kidnapped uh, and in the end civilians on both sides are going to suffer uh, if God doesn't intervene. Uh, so this really is an awful moment. Sorry to start on such a stark beginning but I felt we should do that. It almost would be the elephant in the room if we didn't come to God together. Uh, now you know you know the score, you know what um, what's going on I trust uh, maybe I could ask us all to stand and let's just all pray together uh, you can pray out loud you can pray under your breath or in your heart uh, and then maybe I'll lead us at the end let's come to God and pray that he would break in and intervene in this situation let's come to God and pray Lord God we are shocked by the scenes that we've seen over the weekend of the Hamas group uh, firing upon Israel uh, on a, a level that seems to be unprecedented. Uh, Lord, we are hearing stories of hundreds of people losing their lives, of people, civilians, innocent people being kidnapped and taken hostage. Uh, Lord, this is a truly dreadful moment. And it's, in a, it's an area of the world that has, for decades, has been unstable. And there's been breakout of violence at different times and Lord we pray God would you intervene in this situation uh, we pray specifically that hostages would be freed and unharmed quickly uh, Lord we pray that innocent civilians would not come to to, to, to harm we pray for restraint on both sides uh, uh, we do pray for peace to come Lord, we pray for the, the other nations around and the other leaders of influence that they would uh, be in fear of you for making unwise choices and escalating this moment. Uh, but Lord, this is a complex situation and uh, I can't cover all the angles in a single prayer. Uh, but Lord, we believe you're a sovereign God and we believe you reign on high. And as we sung in our first song, we believe that kings and kingdoms will bow down. Uh, so we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would reign in this situation and that our worst fears would not come to bear. Lord, that you would intervene so swiftly that that peace would come and, and a way forward would emerge. Lord, we do pray for those in authority uh, that they would act wisely and we pray that you would be with them and guiding them Lord we know that's a big prayer to pray but Lord we do ask that you would be at work in this dreadful situation and Lord I pray you would comfort those who are already grieving the loss of loved ones and friends Lord I pray that that would not escalate and that this would somehow come to a swift conclusion, but a peaceful conclusion. Lord, these are big prayers to pray, and, but we are not without hope. And we thank you that you are the lion and the lamb. And so we thank you that you are above all these things. So we pray, Lord Jesus, bring peace to this area of the Middle East. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please take your seats. Before we, we move on uh, to some other things, I uh, just want to give a, a, a short newsy notices bit. <laughs> uh, there's lots of things we don't do on a press Sunday, but oh goodness, we can't share the news and the notices. Uh, but just a few things coming up uh, that you may be aware of. If you, just to say, if you are new to Woodside, uh, if you want to know what's going on, the best way is to sign up for the, for the e-news and the church suite website. That will give you all the information on what's going on. The welcome team can, can give you the details on that. But particular welcome to you if you are new amongst us. It's great to have you with us today. There is a team that would love to serve you today and help you navigate your way around Woodside. One of the things that you would have seen if you receive e-news is that we have a welcome lunch coming up on Sunday the 19th of November. Uh, just straight after the Sunday morning, and that's going to be at Ruth Matthews' house. I say, Colin, did you know about this? <laughs> we decided. We decided you weren't listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> we decided to invite the whole church to come to your place. Yeah, you're welcome. Actually, the idea is if you're fairly new amongst Woodside over the last months, maybe the last year or so, uh, and you'd love to connect with us and find out more about what's going on, we're having a welcome lunch on the 19th of November, uh, but again, you sign up either through Church Suite or speak to the welcome team there, help you do that. Also, just to say, this evening we have our weekly prayer meeting. It's a general focus one, 7.30 here tonight. Of course, that will give us more time to pray for things happening in the world that we've just mentioned. And lastly, before we move on, just want to flag that on the end of this month, the 29th of October, we're going to have our first of our prayer meetings focusing on the south of the of the town. So we are exploring with God, we trust, whether we should look to a, having a new congregation in that, that area of the town. We're going to start praying monthly every last Sunday of the month. So that's the 29th. So if you'd like, you don't have to feel calling to be involved in that, but we'd love you to come and help us pray and seek God together. So that's on 29th of October. Now, one more thing I wanted to mention is we had a prayer meeting last week uh, our, our first healing prayer uh, meetings and uh, we pray for many people who are unwell one of those was uh, my good friend Andy Butler Andy do you want to come and join me let's welcome An Andy shall we <laughs> you had a long way to walk didn't you so. <laughs> Andy just maybe in your own words could you just tell uh, what was your situation this time last week and talk us through when we prayed for you Okay, so um, for about a month or so now, I've been suffering with uh, plantar fasciitis in my left foot. Um, I've still got that, but um, about a couple of weeks ago, it sort of spread um, to causing problems with my right knee. Uh, I was really struggling. I, I take the dog for a walk every day. And I was really struggling with that. And we went from doing like a two-mile walk to less than a mile walk because I was really struggling to get back up the hill. It got so bad that last weekend, I couldn't even get up off of the sofa. I was struggling around the home. Um, I had a walking stick with me just to get into the kitchen. Um, to get up the stairs, I was using the stick as well. Really couldn't walk. We came to the prayer meeting last week. Uh, we had the privilege of praying for other people as well, which was great. Um, but we also got prayed for. And the whole group was there praying and laying hands on me. 
and um, specific prayers for my knee, my foot, my back. Um, I went to bed on Sunday evening in quite a lot of pain with my right knee. It really felt like my cartilage was being torn out of my knee from the front. Um, it was really painful. I woke up Monday morning without any pain in my knee whatsoever. I've been going all week. I've taken the dog out for walks. We've gone on two-mile walks again, um, which I'm not sure the dog's been quite happy with. Um, he quite enjoyed the less-than-a-mile walk and <laughs> get back home. But um, it's been really good. It's been so good that uh, I had to go clothes shopping with Esther yesterday. So, oh. so yeah, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> But no, seriously, it's been so good. My, my right knee's absolutely no problem whatsoever, so it's really good. And, and thank you to everybody who was there and who prayed for me um, specifically. So thank you so much. Fantastic. Well done. Praise God. Thank you. Wonderful. Let's keep praying for your fasciitis. Is that what it's called? Plantar fasciitis. Word perfect. Let's just thank God for a moment. Lord, we thank you for uh, healing Andy's knee. Lord, uh, hadn't realized how much pain he was in and how much discomfort he was feeling. God, we thank you that you've broken into his life and, and healed him physically. Lord, we do pray for this plantar fasciitis. I think that was right. Uh, Lord, we pray that that will go in Jesus' name. We pray that we command sickness to go in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you demonstrated your kingdom as well as proclaiming it. And we thank you that's part of what we experience, that your kingdom can break in to our situation and can be demonstrated in many different ways. And we thank you for the testimony this morning. We pray continue to heal Andy's foot and his back as well, which he said to me he's had since he was a teenager. And so, Lord, we pray you would bring complete healing to him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're gonna, we said that as we have prayer Sundays, we do want to encourage ourselves with, with Scripture. And so I want to invite uh, the amazing Debbie Tooth to come and bring God's Word to us this morning. Should we welcome Debbie? Yeah. Or the amazing Debbie. Amazing Debbie Tooth. I'd like to have my own comic book with a title like that. Um, oh, man. Yes, I've come to encourage you in prayer. But, oh, I don't know about you. I already feel very encouraged and equipped this morning but I had prepared a um, grammar lesson in ancient Greek and I didn't think you guys would want to miss that so <laughs> we're gonna go for it. Um, I just want to talk about prayer as a participation this morning and if you've been around us for a while you might have noticed this little boat symbol we have on the projection for our prayer Sundays. This little diagram, perfect, thank you Stephen. Um, this came out of something that Martin brought back with him from his sabbatical, this feeling that God was telling us to row less and sail more, by which we mean to do less in our own effort, our own energy, our own strength, and more in the breath of the Lord, more in response to the spirit of God and what he is doing. And I wanted to talk this morning a little bit about what that looks like in prayer. And I've got a great quote from a guy called Eugene Peterson. He's a theologian, an author, a pastor. Um, and it should come up, hopefully. Yes, the assumption of spirituality is that always God is doing something before I know it. So the task is not to get God to do something I think needs to be done, but to become aware of what God is doing so that I can respond to it and participate and take delight in it. It's really good, hey? 
Um, I bet you want me to sit down, but I'm not going. Um, so what does that look like practically? So in, this is where the grammar lesson comes in for you. In English, British grammar, I don't know about Ukrainian grammar, Daniel, I'm sorry. You'll have to figure this one. But um, we have two voices. We have the active voice and the passive voice when we talk. So the active voice, these are the examples. So the active voice instructs the action. So I counsel somebody. I am doing the action. And the passive voice receives the action. I am counselled. And these are the voices we talk in. These are how we describe our situations. And these are often the voices we end up praying in. So I have prayed in the active voice in my life. I have gotten into my prayer rowboat. I have a little picture of a rowboat for you. Um, and I have used all my own energy because I have occasionally thought that maybe God has missed something, that I have spotted a problem in this world that he has overlooked and I can direct his gaze towards it and I can power us into that place and I can help God out a little bit. And I've done it with all my energy to very little outcome, if we're honest. God has occasionally been gracious to me, but, oh, it's not because of me, it's because of him. And that is when I've prayed in the active voice. In the passive voice, when I have prayed in the passive voice, have any of you been on a lazy river ride? Do you know this thing? We've got a picture of it where you sit in a rubber dinghy and you let the tide just take you where it goes. And I think this is, for me, this has been when I have decided that I'm incredibly holy and that I can just sit back into the sovereignty of God and allow him to do his work. And in reality, what I am is incredibly lazy. <laughs> And actually, I have abdicated all responsibility I have to play my part. And I've said, oh, well, you know, God's got it. Um, and my prayer life has become vague of existence. Um, but we are taught in the Bible to pray like Jesus prayed. And this is where your ancient Greek grammar lesson comes into play. Because Jesus prayed in the middle voice. So the active voice says, I counsel. The passive says, I am counseled. And the middle voice says, I take Council. It's a participatory voice. It's a voice that is involved in the action. It doesn't just instigate the action. It doesn't just receive the action. It's involved in the action. And we don't have this voice very often in English, but it is the voice that Jesus prayed in. And I've got an example <clears throat> Sorry. from John 17, verses 6 to 11. I'm going to read this to you. Read along if you want, but particularly listen Listen for that participatory language that Jesus uses when he prays. So it says, this is Jesus praying to his father. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. And this is how Jesus prayed in this participatory language. And this is how we should pray. We should get in our sailboats. And I have not sailed a boat. I don't know if that's surprising to you guys to discover. I have been on a sailboat and I've seen other people doing it. And you don't just get in the boat and then it does its thing. There is work to be done on that boat. When you get in, there is a sail to be lifted. There are, I guess, things to move. Other boat language I'm not aware of. But there's definitely action taking place in that boat. <laughs> But all of that action is responding to the wind. 
all of that action is about where is the wind blowing from, where is it blowing to, what speed is it blowing. It's all in reaction to the wind. And so we should be encouraged to get into our sailboats of prayer and respond, look at what God is doing, listen to our Father, ask him where he would have us be, and pray into it and respond to his word. And then finally, the other thing I want to encourage you about is that when we pray in this way, when we are in our sailboat of prayer, what it does is it reminds us of our place in creation. When God created us, he gave us, man and woman, the authority to rule, to go out and subdue the earth and rule over it. And this is the holy kingdom that by the blood of Jesus we are entering back into, that we have been given authority to rule in this world as daughters and sons of a king. And we have a responsibility that we shouldn't abdicate. But actually, you have authority. As you pray, things will happen because your father in his sovereignty has made a space for you to participate in prayer. It's a wonderful gift, a wonderful opportunity that our father says, come, be a part of my work with me. And I just want to encourage you this morning as we hear about what God is doing amongst us. Just be really encouraged and excited to join with your father and take up your role in that work through prayer. Thank you, guys. Tennis minutes, Martin. Pinch my microphone. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to pray. I'm going to invite... Uh, well, excellent, Debbie. Thank you so much. We're going to participate, aren't we, in prayer and with God. Right, I'm going to invite Ollie Hearn to come and join me. He's our youth pastor here, and Ollie's going to share about some things uh, that are going on in the youth, and then we're going to pray together. Sorry, Ollie. Hello, everyone. Lovely to see all of you. Uh, thanks for that, Debs. That was good. Um, I'm just here to tell you a little bit about youth, and I have been going around some of our young people this morning asking what they want prayer for, so I'm just going to quote them. A bit nervous to come up on the stage, but aren't we all? So I'm just going to quote them, and one of them said, I tell you what, I know it sounds simple, but I just really want God to guide me. And that's, that's, it's simple, but that is one of our main prayers for our young people, and that is what we really need. This week, especially for our year sixes, this is a really big time. They're going around the, the secondary schools trying to pick where they're going to spend their next five years of education, thinking, where am I going to make the best friends? How am I going to get the best schools? Even for parents of young people, that's a big deal. So not only are we going to pray, pray for them to be guided in their normal life, but even in this, this few weeks, for the year sixes specifically, we want to pray that they get to pick the right school. They go on their open evenings and see the excitement about all that can happen for their future. And the other one we really want to pray for is our groups. So they, have, they go to school. They, we also have groups midweek and on Sundays. And we are having a fantastic time. This Friday we saw about 75 kids come into our building. We're looking at uh, the armor of God in the younger one. And it was amazing. Um, and then in the older one, we're talking about what excites, excites us about the Bible. So they're coming in, they're seeing, the, they're seeing leaders that are consistent every week, serving them, creating a safe place and a place of joy. And I think it's really exciting. So they're my three points. One, that God guides them. Two, specifically for the year sixes, that they get to pick the right schools and peace comes to the parents. And three, for our groups, midweeks and on Sundays, that they continue to go really well. Is that okay? Yeah. Are we communally praying? Or I, I didn't actually listen. I was talking to someone in the small hall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Should I pray? And then these guys can pray? Okay, I'll pray first. I'll pray first. Sorry. 
Father, we thank you for every single young person, not only that is part of this church, but part of this community that surrounds us. We thank you for the numbers that are coming through to our groups, but we also thank you for those who we have not yet met that's in your plan to come into this building and see your love and your peace and your welcome. Lord, we just lift every one of your treasured children up to you. And Lord, specifically for our year sixes, in a time of transition already, would you bring peace to them as they go around the schools and try and pick what's right for them? It sounds simple, but Lord, we pray that you guide them, that you look after them, that you hold them close. And whatever they're going through, whether really exciting or really tough, we pray that they feel your presence and your peace. And Lord, we pray that that gives them the foundation right from the young age of year six upwards for the rest of their life. We thank you for the opportunity we have as a family to pour into them, to support them, to be consistent for them in other times that aren't consistent. Lord, we just thank you for the pleasure that that is. And Lord, we just pray you bless every single one of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Ollie. Well done. Well done. Love to invite uh, the amazing Vicky Andrews to come and join me. Vicky leads with um, her family, I guess, uh, and many others. Something called Lighthouse, which meets on Tuesday night. Vicky will just share briefly about that, I'm sure, and then and then give us some things to pray for. I think we're praying smaller groups. This one, is that right? That's fine. Good morning. So Lighthouse is our weekly group that we meet here it's only in term time it's for children in school years three four and five so they're that's their first introduction to youth groups if you like before they head off to powerhouse and open house and each week we meet here and this place turns into a football pitch arts and crafts badminton table tennis things like that and we we feed them so Richard's in the kitchen with Fiona Slarko, and we feed them because God said to me when we first started this, 10 years ago actually, in September, now, it, we have been running for 10 years, so as Lighthouse, and it is, it's amazing, happy birthday Lighthouse, <laughs> and so what we do is we feed them, God said to me, feed my lambs, so we feed them food, we feed them Bible, and this term we've been looking at actually the Bible, because I realised, and Hermione realised, that lots of them probably haven't actually held a Bible. They might have it on their phones, they might not see it at all, they might hear what they hear on a Tuesday. So we've been getting the Bibles out for them from upstairs, and they sit on the floor down here, and they open the book, and we've been looking at Genesis, and we've been going through each of the bits, because they realise that it's not just about the flood, it's not just about creation. There's loads of stories of Cain and Abel. There's loads of stories in, in Genesis that they didn't realise were in Genesis. So it's been a valuable, valuable time to have that time to get to talk through stuff with them. So my prayer pointers for Lighthouse are that we have we do have lots of leaders, but lots of leaders are have other commitments. I mean, we all work and it's tough for us too, but we are looking for committed leaders who can come each week kind of without fail. If you're sick, obviously, it doesn't matter, but not just go, oh, I'm, I'm doing something else tonight or I can't do this tonight. We are looking for those committed leaders, adults, because as the numbers go up, we need more leaders. And I, I kind of run in two groups here because we have our, our lighthouse children, but we also have the young leaders too. 
So I have about 14 young leaders, and they're great because they do all the running around. The adults don't do the running around just to put your mind at rest. We, you're not crawling around on the floor. You're just chatting with them, playing with them, playing badminton, and it is a really good place. So I'm looking for committed leaders uh, each week to come as, as part of our team. Our vision for Lighthouse is Jesus at their level, and that is it. We just want Jesus to come to them as they are, as they see it. So it is, it's really, it's really young, but we love doing young Jesus. <laughs> we love doing young stuff with, with the kids because that's, that's at their level and they get it. And for a lot of our young leaders who are 12 upwards, it's Jesus at their level too. And they're learning at their groups too, but it's good for them to kind of come back to where we are. And for children and they are, to tell their friends at school. They go at school and they play lighthouse in the playground. They come in, they tell me that they've told their friends, they get rewards for that. And I love that. I love that they are doing that. I love that they are telling their friends. And I want them to keep telling their friends. We're getting about 40, and that's only four weeks in from from term, because we lost about 17 off to powerhouse in summer. So we've got that's an amazing number. We were having 50 at the end of term before summer started. So 50 children is bonkers. Half of them are church children, half of them are not. So we are really touching base on, you know, in, in, the, in the grand scheme, which is fantastic. And we have a family feel. The whole lighthouse is a lighthouse family. We are, we've got all generations from the, young to, from the oldest to the youngest. And we just really want to encourage that and really want to build on family. And they know it's family. They know they're loved. They know they're cared for. And it's a really safe place for them to come to be on a Tuesday night. Well done, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. So we're going to pray now. I'd love to encourage you maybe to gather with the people around you. And we want to pray for Lighthouse. I think, Stephen, thank you. If you I think Stephen's going to put some, uh, some prayer points on, on the screen. Uh, and let's pray for Lighthouse. You can pray for, for, for the youth as well. Um, I mean, my, 40, 50? Was it 40 or 50? Yeah, 40, and then there were 75 on a Friday night. There's an awful lot of young people that are, we're connected with. Let's pray God blesses these teenagers and these young people. Should we do that together? Maybe gather people around you. Let's pray for a few moments. Thank you. We want to, as a church, thank you so much for everything that is happening in Lighthouse and on Friday nights. And God, we, we know that there are people in this room that would say, yep, that was part of my journey to faith, was being in groups like that. And, and God, we're so grateful to you. But Father, we ask for con uh, for this to continue, God, we, we don't want this to be a moment, but we want it to be part of a journey, Lord. We pray, oh God, that there would be much fruit as seed is sown. And uh, Father, I want to thank you for the faithfulness of people who have served year after year. And, and God, we, we pray for more workers to come into this particular um, harvest field. So I, I want to pray particularly for Lighthouse, God, that there would be people there that as the nets expand, that there wouldn't be a groaning, but people who would be able to hold the weight of those who come in, Lord, and that the whole thing wouldn't just be sustained, but grow and flourish. And we know sometimes that 
things can stutter and because of the lack of leaders so we ask you Jesus give us the right people for this season and we pray for that Lord we pray oh God for Ollie and his teams we thank you so much for each and every one of them and we ask Father with your hand of blessing beyond everything they do would this be such a fruitful season for them all in your precious name amen Amen. Please take your seats. Thank you. So I'd, I'd love to invite two people up uh, to one to talk about connections, which is a work uh, with seniors that meets on a Wednesday, uh, and also someone to talk about our befriending service, which actually works 24 hours or, or works all week, let's say. Um, so if I could ask Stuart to come and join me and Kath to come and join me. I'd love you guys to share what you're involved in and then we'll pray for those things. <laughs> this is definitely Kath, not Stuart. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Bless you, Kath. Do you want to share with us? Okay, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. So um, I, I'm standing here. It's an amazing privilege to be part of the befriending service. And um, just in case you haven't heard about it before, the befriending start service started at the beginning of the COVID lockdown. And it's a service for people that are feeling lonely and isolated. But it's not for people that are in the church. It's, it's all for people that are out there in the community. So it's... Um, you, most of the people that are referred into us feeling lonely and isolated have come in through GP surgeries. Sometimes it might be social services or specialist nurses, but they're all organisations outside. And um, the absolute privilege of it is that they are looking to the church to provide support for people in the community. And I absolutely love it when I'll get an email saying, oh, um, dear Woodside Church, please can you help? And that's how we are recognised outside, which is, is amazing, really. Um, even to the extent that we were chased up to attend um, a big um, mental health um, conference that was going on a few weeks. Now, we don't want to act actively be involved, but they recognise the impact that befriending can have on people that are feeling lonely and isolated. So it's a tremendous privilege um, to do that and we have volunteers probably half of our volunteers are from Woodside and then the the other 50% of people that are in the community that come along to us and say please can we volunteer with you and our volunteers are amazing they promise to go and visit someone or call someone um, for an hour a week or an hour a fortnight depending on um what time they've got available. So I, I hope this is all right. I wanted my befrienders or any volunteer that's worked with the befriending service the whole way through, please, would you just stand up? And if you can't stand up, just give us a wave because in a few minutes, I'd love you to pray for these people. So I know Sarah was in the room. She doesn't befriend, but she is amazing behind the scenes. We've got tremendous new befrienders at the back. Mina, you're about to befriend. <laughs> Vic, I don't know if Vic is in the room. She's a befriender. We've got so Jeff. You're a Jeff's been with us right from the beginning. Our befrienders are amazing. They are just sharing the love of Jesus with people that they are going and visiting. We can't go in and preach to people or pray for people. 
we just go in, have a cup of tea, and we love people where they're at. And if, we, if we're a stepping stone, fantastic. But we're just going in and loving people where we can love them. So it is tremendous. So can you just give them all a big clap and thank you? Yeah, Ruth as well. <laughs> and we've got Debbie. Debbie's on the steering group. So thank you, every single person that's involved in any way or ha- has been involved in, in any way. Um, so our volunteers, as I said, they, they meet up once a week, once a fortnight with someone that they are um, befriending, have a nice cup of tea. Sometimes it can be a little bit tricky, the conversations, and sometimes it can be really challenging. They do an amazing, amazing job. Um, we have, uh, Betty is not here, but many of you will know Betty Lee. She cannot really get into the meetings anymore, but she really wants to be involved in this. And she, she phones someone from her home every week. She's phoning a lady that's a Sikh lady, and they get on like a house on fire. And it's just amazing that, you know, she's kind of stuck at home thinking, what can she do to help the community? And she's, she's an amazing befriender for us. So um, one of the link friends that we've been befriending for a year, a 21-year-old, she has now asked if she can start to train up to become a befriender, which is amazing because that's... That's wonderful when you can bring people out of that loneliness and connect them into community. Um, so, uh, so please, these are just some of my ideas to pray for our volunteers. That they're refreshed and strengthened. That they are reminded of God's love and care for them. That they have wisdom and compassion as they listen to people. And that, they got, that God gives them the strength and resilience to keep going. When it is tricky sometimes, because it is tricky when you're listening to people who might have got issues. Um, please pray that they are a real source of hope and encouragement to the people that they're befriending. And please If they're in your group, when you're praying, please thank God for them. They are amazing. They really are amazing. They're a real blessing to the people they serve and and to our community as a whole. So thank you. Now, as well as praying for our existing befrienders, we probably need double the amount of befrienders that we have. I've got a waiting list of um, 20 people and I've got um, a waiting list to go on the waiting list. So we are desperate for befrienders. So I'm not asking you to join as a befriender but you might know someone who would make a great befriender so please talk about our befriending service and connect them to us because we 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 love people that have all ages or as long as they're over 18 all ages all stages all experiences um particularly we're short of men at the moment we're particularly short of people who would like to befriend people that, you know, young adults, maybe in their 20s. They've really been hit hard by the COVID pandemic. Um, so please, could, if you know anybody that might fit, please could you uh, <laughs> please could you send them our way? Okay, so funding is our second thing. So praise for volunteers. Please pray for funding. Um, we need funding to keep the service going. So we've got funding until the end of March. So please pray that we find favour with the applications that um, Ruth has been working so hard on to submit. At the minute, we've got funding bids 
for Christmas presents and for our running costs for next year. So those are two specific things what, that we find favour with the funders in the city. Um, and then, please, would you pray for our link friends? Um, some of them have got real issues going on in their life and you probably will know this from you know the people living on your street the people that you work with and um I felt it was better to read you a song than than my words if that's okay because we've been talking about everything bowing its knee to Jesus everything everything has to bow its knee to Jesus so I'm just going to read this for you I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over all fear and all anxiety. To every soul held captive by depression, I speak Jesus. Because your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. So please speak the name of Jesus over these situations it may be debt it may be poverty it may be family breakdown loneliness hopelessness please would you declare the name of Jesus over all these situations for our link friends today thank you so much oh good morning church um connections Connections is a ministry to uh, the older generation, to seniors, which includes Martin now, of course. And um, you told us that last week. Anyway, um, we meet here on Wednesday mornings throughout the year. Um, We only stop for Christmas and we uh, meet here and various activities for seniors. We have um, a knit and natter table. We have a rummy cub competition going on continuously. We have another table which just sit and natter, which I've dubbed the, with the title Loose Women. And um, we, we play uh, carpet bowls in here. Uh, we don't play football. We've had a request for rock climbing, but I'm not going there. And um, no, we haven't really. But it, it's, it's a wonderful morning which. Um, Carol and I, my wife Carol and I, have been delighted to serve originally along with Eileen and dear Brian uh, when we first started. And uh, we, we love it. And we, we, we think the people who come along love it as well. Now, um, I've got some pe- prayer points for you, please. Um, the first one is we want to give thanks for the growth in numbers. I think it's important in our prayers that we always include thanksgiving. Uh, as I said, we, we start our ninth year, actually, uh, about now. And um, we have seen a growth in numbers over that time, so that at the moment we have regulars approaching 50 people. And frankly, one of the things we need to pray about is how we will manage if the numbers and the regular attenders grow to, grow to more than 50. So we want to thank the Lord for the growth in numbers, in fellowship, 
and uh, amongst everyone. And I do mean amongst everyone because the wonderful thing is that although probably 50% of the people who attend are not regular churchgoers, there's a feeling of fellowship, a feeling for caring for one another even other than Wednesday mornings. This is church. And when I say it's church, is because one of the things that we do is we start every meeting with a biblical thought for the day and a prayer. Because we are serving a generation who remembers school assemblies when this sort of thing used to go on, didn't it? It was quite usual to gather together and start with a prayer and to start with a biblical thought for the day. And so one of our prayers is that we will be able to expand upon this and that we need God's guidance in how we can go further. Um, we, we're delighted that people will talk to us about our Christian faith. And people will come to us who wouldn't regard themselves as being Christians and saying, look, will you pray for me? I'm ill with something. My family have a problem uh, or, or anything like that. They will come and openly talk to us. And uh, Really, I, I was delighted in what you taught last Saturday about finding the prince, the person of peace and making friends. You find in things like connections, you find the persons of, of peace who are open to talking about the gospel. Finally, we need God's wisdom in serving the needs of our increasingly quite elderly uh, attenders, seniors, uh, we have several folk now who have joined us recently who are in their late 80s and mid-90s. And I know you can be in your late 80s and mid-90s and still be very fit. But usually when you get to that sort of age, you have a physical problem probably and a mental health problem as well. And it does mean that, and we want to spend time with these folks, these dear folks, we want to spend time with them, and it means that we need a bigger team to do that. On the subject of team, I just want to say a big thank you to Carol, my wife, without whom this would not be possible, and to two other members of the team who are here, who are Sylvia Lord and Chris Perry. Would you stand up, both of you, so they know who you are? Because this is not the whole team, but just part of the team, without whom connections simply would not happen so we need the lord's guidance we need the lord's guidance on this one and frankly we ourselves we yeah believe it or not i'm getting older and um we need god's strength and perseverance to see this through and a, a picture that carol and i have had increasingly more over the past few months as we grow older is the way that we want to finish this race. We want to finish this race strong. I'm talking to the older people here now, right? Don't you want to finish the race strong? I don't want to stumble through the finishing tape of this race. I want to burst through the, the, the uh, finishing tape. I might not. I might just stumble over. I might need somebody's help to get over that finishing line. But what we try to do in Connections is for people who are elderly, who are, let's face it, they're closer to home than most of us, that we want to see people finish strong. And, uh, you know, one of the blessings that we've had in the past year, I think it is, we've seen one of our regular attenders be baptised here. 
we've seen the wedding of two of our people. And that's the sort of thing that we're praying will happen more and more. Would you pray with us that that's the sort of fruit, it's the sort of experience that we can all have for his glory, for the glory of the one and only, the Lord God, who loves us. Yeah, from the cradle to the grave. I just want to finish, if I may, with, with, with something from Isaiah, I think it's 46.4, where it says, Even to your old age and with your grey hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I am he who made you and I carry you and I will sustain you and I will rescue you. And let's remember, folks, the Lord God can rescue people even as they get close and closer to their finishing line. He can make their finishing line his finishing line. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. Amazing. Stuart and Kath, thank you so much. Remarkable leaders serving in such important areas. We want to pray for them and pray for these two things. Is that okay? Uh, so I'm sure those will go on the board. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, and uh, let's pray together. Let's pray God to, to really work, continue to work in these areas. So why don't we break into those groups? Uh, or you can go and pray with someone else. If you didn't know, I won't say what I was going to say. I hope we're praying to someone else, or uh, uh, please do it. Let's pray together, shall we? Let's do it. Hallelujah. Amen. If you could bring your prayers to a finish, Samuel, if I could ask you to join me. I always, my problem in these prayer Sundays, I always bite off more than I can chew. And guess what I've done? <laughs> But we're going to keep going. This is Samuel. Samuel is part of the staff team, oversees uh, uh, Project 41, which covers many of the things that have been mentioned already. Uh, Samuel's just going to share briefly about a couple of things. And, and, then, and then we're going to pray. Is that okay? Thanks. All right. So briefly, I just want to say thank you to everyone who is involved uh, in the service of Project 41. If I want to ask people to stand now, the half of the church will stand. So I just want to thank you all, especially uh, thanks to our team leaders, as you have just heard from uh, Stuart and, and, and Kath. We have also Ruth here, staff. So David um, is supposed to be here this morning. He's not here. And we have a lot of other people on the other side. I just want to thank you guys. And I always believe that you are the expert in this. So initially, I didn't want to talk now, because, um, but David is not here, so I have to say uh, something beside what we have just heard uh, as part of Project Port One, I just want you to pray as well for play people. They meet here Monday and Tuesday morning. This is just one of the blessed groups that we see here. So many moms and children, they come here and, and it is really wonderful. We pray for leaders, more leaders to help so that they are served very well. We, as we pray for connections and also for befriending service, we pray for crafts, uh, uh, cafe that happened once a month. We pray for IT course every Thursday uh, morning. We pray for food bank team that meets here on Thursday afternoon. But we pray now for Center for One, Thursday morning between 10 and 12. Center for One for us, is where our church and the community meet. And I think this is really something we, we need to pray for. And if you have time, please come 
and join us. Especially this Thursday, once a month, we have the community is invited to come here. The last time it happened, we were overwhelmed with the numbers. And maybe that's why I became sick after that. <laughs> but this Thursday, this Thursday is, is happening again. So our partners or our organizations uh, who come here to help, to support, they also invite people from the community uh, to come. And we have so many people. So this Thursday, pray please that we will be able to help. Last time we didn't, we didn't help so many people because we ran out of time. But this time we pray that many of us will be there, we will be able to help, and pray for Center 41, that the team we have and whoever comes here will be able to find love and, and joy. And we bring this love and share it uh, with joy with everyone who comes here. I just want to thank everyone, especially Team Center 41, thank you. God bless you. And we pray all for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well done. Well, it was good. It was good. It was good. Thank you. We're, we're going to pray for Centre 41 and the things that has been shared. One other thing I want to do, and I want to do things together if I can, is last week we prayed for community group leaders and our coaches. And so we do loads of activities during the week, but, but the, so much of the love and the care and the support that goes on in the life of the church, uh, for the church family, is through our small groups, our community groups, who meet weekly or fortnightly. We prayed for a number of those last week, but not everyone could make it last week. And so I wanted to make sure that we prayed for them today. Uh, so I've looked around, I can see some of you here. So I see uh, uh, Pete and Penny are there. I can see Divya's there, Debs is there. And there may be others of you that I haven't spotted. As we go and pray uh, for Centre 41, if you are near, put your hand up if you lead a group and you weren't here last week thank you Esther as well yes and Tim and Katie at the back and John at the back behind at the front uh, uh, well we'll pray for John so when we're praying for Centre 41 those of you close to Peter and Penny and sorry the other group leaders including Peter and Penny um, uh, can we pray for them as well and really pray God's blessing on them as they start this new year we're praying a commissioning over them as they lead our groups can we do that okay How's your stamina? Good, good answer. Right, let's pray together, shall we? This is our last verse, and then we're going to come and celebrate with God before we close. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for the work of the team in Centre 41. We thank you so much for the testimonies of how we've been able to serve and bless people from our local community. And Lord, we think of this coming uh, Thursday uh, when uh, it's the month of the social prescribing week. Uh, we were astonished about how many people came to be with Centre 41 last month on the back of a social prescribing process. Uh, Lord, we pray for this Thursday particularly. We pray that we would serve people well. We pray for the team would be, would be equipped well. And we pray that we would be a blessing to those in our community that we're connecting with through Centre 41. Lord, we thank you for the work that it's doing. We pray for the leaders. We pray for all of those involved that they would know of your hand and your blessing in this life. Lord Jesus, you called us to be salt and light. And this is an important way that we express that as we seek to make a difference in the lives of people in our community. And Lord God, we also pray for those that care for us. We pray for our community group leaders and our coaches. We pray particularly for those uh, receiving prayer and standing uh, uh, this morning. We pray, Lord, that you would bless them. Lord, we pray for this 
beginning of a new year, this new cycle year. Lord, we pray that they would know of your leading, that they would know of your love, they would know of your strength, they would know of your peace in their lives. Lord, I pray that this would be a year where they would be blessed through the groups that they lead. Lord, we don't ever want this to be a burden. We want this to be a joy where we serve one another and we thank you for the way that they faithfully serve us and care for us. Lord, we pray that you would be with them, whether they're group leaders or coaches. Lord, we pray, God, that you would bless them as we commission them for the new year ahead. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If I could ask you maybe to be standing, if you're able to. We just, uh, uh, interestingly, when Kath read that song uh, about the name of Jesus, uh, uh, Colin had already grabbed it as one that we may use at the end of our time. Mm. Uh, and so we'd love to use that as a way of just declaring Jesus over all the things that we've been sharing yeah. together as a way we bring this to uh, a crescendo. And can I just say also that, I mean, we, there are some dark things going on. We were praying about Israel earlier on. Um, there's been some dark days in Luton with young lives being tragically taken. Uh, and on the radio this week, they, they were reporting on a vigil in Luton and they were interviewing uh, ladies there who were organising it. And then there was singing in the background, which they gave some time to on the radio. It was this song, Jesus on the Streets. So, you know, let's leave with Jesus on our lips and take him with us wherever you're going, you know, friends, family. Let's take Jesus with us. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.